It's no secret that the tech industry is one of the most gender imbalanced industries out there. Despite this, more women are entering and advancing in tech roles and rising in the ranks of their organizations. As we progress in our careers, we will face salary negotiation and we should be prepared to confidently advocate for ourselves. Hi everybody, it's your host Samantha and Ciora and we're back with another episode that you don't want to miss on the Deeper Than Tech podcast where we talk about how to grow your career in an industry that was not designed with us in mind. We'll be diving deep into this topic, but before we do, if you're loving this podcast so far, make sure you head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review. Okay, so we all want money, right? But in order for us to get money, we have to get a job and then we have to get our salary. But then we also maybe want to do a salary negotiation. Is there any difference between a salary negotiation for a man versus a woman? Absolutely. I think in general, we can say that a lot of times women are offered lower salaries than men. And I also feel that women tend to be more hesitant about negotiating their salary as well. So it's definitely a difference. If we're more shy, more hesitant, how can we approach salary negotiations? I think the important thing is preparation, especially if it's your first time or if you're a little timid about it. So I would suggest basically approaching the recruiter with a game plan. You should have the goal number that you want for your salary in mind. And you should think about some of the questions that you may be asked or some of the roadblocks that may be presented to you. For instance, the recruiter might ask, oh, what's your salary expectations? And instead of answering that outright, one good thing to do is to ask, what is the range for this position? So answering the question with another question can help you later on when it comes to negotiating. But all in all, I would say preparation is key. Yes, I agree with you. I actually have two follow-up questions about you answering a question with a question. (laughs) I love that, first of all. Not every state is allowed. Like in New York City, for example, we are allowed to know the salary of a job before we apply for the job. It's like a new law. But not every state will give that information out. And sometimes a recruiter won't actually want to give you that range. Maybe they'll answer their question with a question, right? So how can you go about still not giving them a specific number? That gets hard. So usually if After they say like, oh, what are you looking for as far as salary goes? And I ask like, what's the range for the position? And they don't give me an answer. It always kind of stumps me because it's like, oh, like what am I supposed to say now? I already asked a question. One thing I have done in the past is letting them know that other people are looking to hire me too. So one of the deal breakers is salary. So it's really important for me to know that information up front so I can make my decision. And I word it a little bit nicer than that, but it's the truth. We work in tech, you know, we are in demand in a lot of different sectors of the tech industry. To make those decisions, a lot of times the deal breaker can be salary. So it's important to know that information for you to make the best decision as far as your career is concerned. And a recruiter should understand that. For that reason, sometimes they'll be like, okay, I'll keep that in mind and I'll let you know later. And sometimes they'll tell me via email. Sometimes they'll tell me right then and there. But that's something I've done in the past before. And since we are in so much demand, our time is very valuable. So a lot of people ask, should I ask about the salary or should I wait into the interview process to ask about salary? I think it depends on what your deal breakers are. So if salary is a really, really important thing to you, I would say ask upfront. If a lower salary than your expectation is going to make you not want the position, you should ask as soon as possible so that you don't waste your time. If it's not such a big concern for you, if you're more interested in the technology you're going to work with, or if you're more interested in 
the management style, things like that, then I would say ask later on because it's not as much of a deal breaker for you. For instance, there have been points in my career where I was more interested in having a clear career path or having good management. So for that reason, salary being at a certain number wasn't a huge deal breaker for me. So it wasn't important for me to know that information up front. But if it's a deal breaker for you, I would say ask up front. I'm definitely asking up front. (laughs) (laughs) That's just me. So you also mentioned this thing about ranges, like the recruiter will give you a range. When you say your salary, are you giving a range or are you giving a specific number? If I say it, usually I try not to give out that information. But if I say it and I have in the past said it, which I don't do anymore, but I usually give a range. Yeah, I think I have a little, I give a specific number. I say that because if I give a range, then the recruiter might just give me the lowest number of that range. And I know I want this number. I always shoot for the stars. Sometimes they're like, what do you want? I'm like, I want a million dollars. (laughs) Like, that is it. Can you match that? Because then they have to like negotiate. Because what you want to do is have the upper hand, right? The whole time. Absolutely. That's why I try not to give the range because I tend to like second guess myself a lot. I'm one of those people that's always like super insecure and like, oh, I don't want them to like think I'm being greedy or whatever. That's why I just don't say it because for instance, the job I have now, my salary is like way above what I would have asked for. (laughs) So that's why I'm like, so like in retrospect, I'm so glad I didn't tell the recruiter what I wanted because maybe then my salary wouldn't be what it is now because I was thinking like much lower. For that reason, I personally, knowing how I can be, I try really hard not to say what my salary range is. I like that you're a little secretive with that. (laughs) But say like that you have to say your range. The recruiter won't talk to you anymore. How do you go about finding like what's appropriate for that job? Okay, so this is a really good question. Usually, here's what I'll do. I will check out, there are websites out there. I think it's called like levels.something. It's not levels.com, but it's a website that tells you what different companies are paying for your experience level. And so that can give you an idea of what the industry norm is. Another thing I'll do is I'll ask people in my network that I know who I feel comfortable with asking and who feel comfortable telling me that information. Basically, I'll ask them what they would ask for. And I also try to aim for asking men if I feel comfortable enough because they always ask for more than I would ever ask. So if they tell me like, for instance, a senior developer position, they say they expect 200K, just throwing it out there. That means that that's the range that I'm going to go for. So I try to ask if I feel comfortable and if I don't, or even if I do, I will also look up like what the salary range is normally for my location, my experience level and my role. I want to pick back up on the fact that you said that this is what a man would do. What other things do men do that differ from women that makes them have these higher salaries? Well, I think part of it is like society at large, just undervaluing women for whatever reason. For some reason, the industry norm, actually, I'll just say like the societal norm is to pay women less. Whatever the reason is, you have to walk in the door knowing that it's a big possibility that you could be offered less because you are a woman. So a part of that has nothing to do with what I do or with what a man does. That's just how it is normally. But in addition to that, I feel that men tend to have much more confidence (laughs) when they walk in the door. Not walk in the door because sometimes you do a a remote interview, but you get what I mean. Sometimes they have more confidence. They have a more like esteemed idea of what they're worth. And so for that reason, they tend to feel more comfortable asking for more. They tend to be more comfortable with questioning what the recruiter tells them, things like that, which I know for myself, the background that I come from, that is very hard for me to do. And I feel like that's a, that a lot of women can relate to that sentiment. So that's why I say like, ask a man (laughs) what he would ask for as far as salary goes. 
I agree with you. One time I asked this man, I was like, how do I ask for maybe a sign-on bonus? And he told me when I got the offer letter, act surprised that you didn't get like one. <laughs> he was like, say like, I don't see a sign-on bonus. This is like not normal. Can I get one of those <laughs> or something like that? It was like ridiculous. And I would never think to do that because it's like so bold and out there. Like I know for myself, one thing that I was not used to was RSUs and like stuff having to do with stock. I was just like what is going on? Like, what is this? And that's something that could be part of your compensation package at a lot of different companies. So for me, it was like, how do I gauge whether or not I'm getting a good deal? Because you don't know how much the stock is going to be worth in a few years, yada, yada, yada. So when I was my last job search, when I got this job, I asked a bunch of people like, what do you do? What's the expectation? What What's going on? All this kind of stuff so that I could walk in the door prepared. And it was good that I did that because I was one of the companies I interviewed with was like grossly going to underpay me. And I had no idea, but because I asked like about RSUs and I asked about like what people at my industry level, experience level would normally get paid, like I passed up that opportunity and I'm glad that I did. And we have now gotten our offer letter because we did great. They wanted us to work with them. You see the number, and it's not something that you're expecting. The, the recruiter gave you kind of a range. They gave you the bottom of the range, but you were like aiming for the top. How do you go about getting towards the top of that range? That's a position I haven't been in before, but I would say the best thing to do is to be proactive and communicative, like let the recruiter know. And I like to use a tactic of letting them know that I'm like in demand <laughs> because if I tell them like, hey, there's other companies that are like looking at me and they're offering me the higher end of the range or whatever. I'll word it differently depending on the circumstances, but I've done that before, even if there is no one like else. But there have been times where there were. I seriously was like, the thing that's going to help me decide to join your team is the salary. So I need to know that information. I needed to be at this number. I've done that before. And I feel like even after I get the offer letter, that's something I would still do if the salary that they ended up putting on paper did not meet my expectations. Yeah, I have done that too as well. Like I don't have other companies, but I just say that. <laughs> I'm like, this company offered me this amount of money we'll see what they do right it's all about negotiation those are some tactics that you can use so you now you are in the job you see your salary but you talk to your co-workers who are in the job and they still make a lot more than you is there anything that you can do absolutely i would definitely bring that up with management and depending on the reaction because there are places where they will scold you for discussing salary with your coworkers, and I tend to believe that environments like that are not the best to work in but it's different for every person if upon talking to your management they don't see an issue with the fact that you're getting paid differently than everyone else would totally suggest being an IL for other positions and you don't have to tell anybody I wouldn't say quit your job outright but like definitely start looking elsewhere because most most common way for you to have a drastic salary increase is not necessarily to wait for a promotion from your job. A lot of times that happens when you move to another company because for some reason, companies tend to offer new employees more than they would if you stayed there for a really long time. And that's also a way that you can get a higher title as well as if you, that's not what you're getting at your current job. So definitely consider looking elsewhere. AKA job hopping, if you want to know more. Yes. <laughs> about that. <laughs> I have been in that situation. I feel like it's funny that you can actually like leave a job, get a hire somewhere else, like come back to your same job and get a higher salary than you would if you had stayed up. It's just a weird situation that they do. We talk about salary negotiation. I remember my first job that I tried to get in tech. I was actually scared to negotiate salary. Is there any advice you have for people who are very nervous about negotiating their salary? 
Absolutely, because that's me. My first job in tech, I like realized now I was like grossly underpaid and it was because I was way too scared to ask for more. I was like, I just want a job. Like I'll take whatever I can get. But like I said earlier, preparation is key. Come into the interview with a number in mind, especially a number as far as like what the industry norm is. If you're really, really nervous, like if the recruiter asks you like, what are your salary expectations? And you're like super nervous about it. You don't think you can ask them what's the range because you just don't have the nerve to do it yet. I would say, is it all right if I get back to you on that? And what I'll do is ask them about the salary range via email because sometimes doing it face-to-face or even over the phone can be nerve wracking than if you do it through a screen, like through an email where you don't have to like talk to them or see them face-to-face. So that's something I would do as well. Definitely consider doing it via email. That might be easier and less nerve wracking. And then If you have the support, I would definitely ask other people for reassurance as far as like what numbers you should go for and ask them for tips as well, because you want to come in as equipped as possible. Yes, I love that. Let's all get this money, (laughs) y'all. Until next time. Bye. Bye.